0: And hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. I am your host Joel, it is Sunday night Matt, it's showtime, you know what's up, you know what to do, it's time to talk comics.
1: It is time to talk comics. It, it, it's a strange, it's been a strange week.
0: It has been, I agree. There was lots of books... Uh, lots of news. Uh, some not great news. In fact, you know, it's. I was going to beat around the bush for a little bit on this one, but I think we should really just come out and say it. Uh, since last we did the show, uh, the comic industry and the comic fandom lost a titan, a forefather, you know, a founding father, if you will. Stanley passed away at the age of ninety-five, and I mean at. Ninety-five. I think we all knew that this was going to happen one day, but I don't think any of us were really ready for it when it did.
1: No, no. It it was so sudden as well. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was a hoax. No joke. When Mm -hmm. I was reading it on Twitter, when I woke up, I thought it was another death hoax.
1: Yeah, I, I did as well. But yeah, it's in a way it, it, it kind of makes sense since like he just lost his wife and usually in situations mm-hmm. like that with like married couples who have been married a long long time like that yeah. like usually it's not too long after that but yeah it's damn shame damn shame yeah not only is that a statistical truth but that's even more so true for the guy in the
0: relationship if the woman dies first uh, the guy usually only has about three years or something i think i read somewhere yeah yeah it's a shame Yeah. Real shame. But you know, he leaves behind a hell of a legacy, not just the stories he wrote, not just the characters he created, but I think really by being probably one of comics, if not the greatest ambassador for comic books as an art form. Like he spent all those years he wasn't writing anything, going out to colleges and schools and conventions and you know having cameos in movies and just saying, like, hey, comics are good, you should read them
1: yeah yeah he he never he was never shy about saying how good comics are as like f- mm. for certain things like they're good at like expressing oneself being cre- creative uh mm. that they they can help you with things in life
0: yeah it was the ultimate you know comics as an art form you know they won't uh rot your brain you can actually <laughs> put in some pretty interesting and pretty thoughtful messages and some of his best work i think carried that
1: yeah definitely definitely
0: you know, I I I I I'm surprised that more people didn't try and do this but try and get like a Stan Stanley's birthday or something recognized as like International Stan Lee Day.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it might happen. I'm sure it will. Ha- I'm sure there's like probably like a petition or something going around about getting something like that or a statue or something or
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, a Stan Lee statue. Let's definitely build one of those. Let's
1: let's build one of those in New York somewhere. Build one of them and use that as like his cameo in the marvel movies like the statues in like certain places or something
0: i like that that that, that's a sad truth too
1: that you know eventually we'll see
0: a stanley cameo in a movie and know that it's his last one
1: yeah everyone keeps saying the next movie is going to be his last one but they keep forgetting that he recorded like however like like five or six at one point he recorded a bunch in bulk for
0: just this situation it's like you know when i'm no longer here keep playing these yeah <laughs> and i think it's cool that he gets to exist in these in fact i was uh watching a video not too long ago about the history of like one of universal park's first big spider-man rides and he has a cameo in the park ride
1: oh, that's awesome
0: so even back then even in the theme park ride <laughs> stan lee has a cameo i think that's so good <laughs> and uh, hey you know speaking of wonderful things that stan lee created although arguably other people made more famous but hey i'm not here to de- debate or argue that we got a metric shit ton that's that is a measurement matt that is a metric <laughs> a metric shit ton of x-men related news this week
1: we surely did uh, since especially since like um obviously the weekly series uncanny x-men kicked off so they decided to release the floodgates boy
0: boy did they ever uh the the first thing we got here is that uh matthew rosenberg a writer who i love and have been carrying a torch for ever since i read his kingpin book he's co-writing this one with ed bresson and uh uh, kelly thompson the weekly uncanny but it's been announced once that's done as of issue 11 uh he'll be taking over as the full-time writer of that
1: awesome that's awesome good choice good
0: choice love the dude glad to see him get more work i wonder if this means his uh what is it uh astonishing x-men is going to be coming to an end because he's also writing that and that's currently my favorite x-men I, book so i guess
1: i have to think it might be though in saying that like with all the stuff he's written he's kind of like made a universe within a universe where his all yes. his books reference each other and have like it's connections true. and everything so i wouldn't put it past him if he continues writing that and they become sort of like a like oh if stuff happened in here fix this comic and that sort of stuff
0: do you think he calls it the math universe or the <laughs> Rosenbergerverse? <laughs> he's a cool dude i got to shake his hand at uh, seattle like two years ago when he was just writing kingpin i'm glad to see nice thing has happened to him
1: yeah yeah he's a cool writer
0: also if you've ever seen him in interviews or shit he looks like one of us like he literally (laughs) looks like he could be on this show with me and matt just as another (laughs) co-host he gives me hope that dudes who look like me can write (laughs) comics, so that's nice uh we also got some more stuff too he's taking over the book as of number 10 or sorry number 11 10 is the end of this uh disassembled arc they're doing weekly but uh issue 11 and 12 they made a big point of showing the covers for that and being like yo it's a buddy picture arc starring wolverine and cyclops awesome which answered a big question everyone had when i reviewed uncanny x-men there's where the fuck is old cyclops and regular wolverine it's like yeah good question why aren't they here
1: (laughs) this is why
0: (laughs) they're both supposed to be back and the answer is they're getting their own arc next
1: yeah and they're they're getting I, I, i know wolverine is but is cyclops getting like his own series to come back
0: they haven't said it but then again wolverine's getting a bunch of minis they've yet to announce an official ongoing for him which is weird
1: mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, i know with like wolverine obviously he's got Return of wolverine plus like all plus like like three at least three others um mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like like because he's got like hulk hulk Verines, which is a terrible name for a book um boy
0: is it that's that that's another <laughs> story let's hop right into that so weapon h which is a book that was apparently still coming out and Mm -hmm. people were still reading it's going to be getting its own three issue mini series crossover called hulk verines which will see hulk (laughs) the newly resurrected wolverine who actually looks to be wearing a costume in this one even though in all of his other appearances he's not wearing a costume fight hulk and weapon h and i guess they'll decide if weapon h is going to stick around or
1: not i'm honestly surprised he stuck around for as long as he did same like really like knew... i i read the stuff like when he first came out and it, it was interesting and even... all that but i was like oh he's nothing's really gonna happen with this character but then he just stuck around and i'm like why he,
0: he seemed to me like such a placeholder like okay so there's no hulk yeah. now and there's no wolverine now so what if we just put them together yeah yeah but now they're both back <laughs> and now he seems kind of derivative does he not yeah seems super derivative but hey that's just me if you have been reading the weapon h book tell us about it in the comments section what do you like about <laughs> that, it that
1: one person
0: <laughs> that one person and i'm sure most people be like i like him because he's a cool drawing and i'm like yeah basically
1: yeah he's hulk with wolverine
0: claws <laughs> i i can't fault you for thinking he's a cool drawing he's kind of a cool drawing <laughs> I wonder though, will they turn him into a bad guy or kill him? Because that kind of seemed to be what they were implying with the art they showed—that he's uh Weapon H has either gone crazy or is a bad guy now, and that's why Hulk and Wolverine need to team up to stop him.
1: Yeah, I, that was kind of like a whole point of like his—at uh, least the stuff that I read was him sort of ditching like being controlled and being to- told to be a villain and everything, and being his own person and everything. So are they just gonna walk back on that and be like, ah, no, he's a villain now?
0: Again, if they got to get rid of them, turning him into a villain is a way to get rid of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, more X Men news, and uh, this the, this one was really unexpected. So it's like, okay, so you got the new ongoing going on, you got the Hulk Marines. You're probably going to get a new Wolverine solo series. you probably all these other books are seemingly sticking around. Red and astonishing. They haven't announced their cancellation. Well. In the grand tradition of X-Men stopping everything for a little bit and doing something completely different like Age of Apocalypse and like all this other stuff, we're getting the Age of X-Men series, which is complete with six brand new spin-offs that look to be in the future or maybe in an alternate universe. I don't know. They're really coy with it. I think this is going to be next year but yeah we got a whole whole bunch of books here
1: yeah so we get six spin spin-offs, which is i think each each mini it's like each is a mini and each is like five issues long so that's about 30 books
0: (laughs) all together to which again you know here's the thing about joel's love for x-men i i dropped them for a long period of time because I felt like they were spinning their wheels. I felt like they weren't going anywhere. I knew until they got the movie rights back, nothing would matter with the X-Men. They got the movie rights back. I liked X-Men black. I've been enjoying extermination. I'm more than happy to take the ride with Uncanny and anything that's going on with Wolverine right now. But when you announce things like this, <laughs> Joel gets scared and remembers why he was fine dropping X. Oh, God, six new minis and 30... Co- I can't read all of that on top of
1: everything. Ah. Yeah, they're kind of oversaturating it a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, we know you got it back. You could just dial back a little bit. Like, It's kind of like the the problem they had with Avengers a while back, where they had, Avengers had, like... Like six different imprints going on at once. Now they've focused it. It's one book. It's doing really well.
0: I I get that you're happy, Marvel, that they're back. I get that you're happy that you get to tell X Men stories again and they're gonna matter, and if CB Sagluski Akira Yashida is to be believed, he says that he wants to make the X Men the focal point of the universe again.
1: Oh, God damn but it. as
0: you said <laughs> but as you said, Matt don't do too much too quickly or you'll freak people like me out again we need to learn to love the x-men again you just can't get you can't overfeed us on x-men or we're gonna get scared <laughs> and again they've been so vague about what age of x-men is gonna be but some of the minis they have is uh what is it uh uh apocalypse and the extracts which they look to be a bunch of like a hippie counterculture team yeah and there's Dazzler and Kid Apocalypse and I think Tim Seeley's going to be writing that one so if I was to give one a look that would be the one there's a uh, Age of X-Men next gen where it looks like Glob is going to be the main character mm-hmm. on that who who loves Glob so much Glob is in fucking everything
1: now I, I think maybe it's just cuz he's like a weird character to draw and everything it's like ah this is this is a strange character we'll put him in
0: He's another fun drawing, and again, it's like, hey, let's give a spotlight to an X-Men who's not, like, part of the main five that everyone knows. Mm -hmm. Let's go a little outside the box. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got uh, The Amazing Nightcrawler. Mm -hmm. This one looks pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shane Davis did the cover for that one, so he's going to get a mini, and he actually looks like he's back to his more classic costume, and he's shaved the beard that he had.
1: Mm, Yeah, I I like bearded Nightcrawler, though. That was cool.
0: It's not a bad look. I like it as well. Uh, Patrick Zercher drew a nice cover for Age of X-Men, Prisoner X. So you got, uh, what is it, Bishop, and you got Beast, and you got uh, Polaris. Who I like Polaris is getting a big push now because of Gifted. I'm like five episodes behind on Gifted, but I like that she's the big breakout of that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then we got, uh, what do we got here? Uh, Age of X-Men, the X-Streamists with uh, what looks to be the the blob and ooh, Iceman with suspenders i like suspender Iceman with armband and everything that's not a bad look that's you will, you will look at my icy chest <laughs> is what you will do and what looks to be psylocke and i, I don't even know see this is the other problem too. I, I don't even know who some of these characters are guys you're scaring me stop scaring me marble
1: and the thing is as well that like this kind of actually proves that like the the younger x-men are definitely going away because yes, they're not in, n- not any in interviews. any of these yet yeah.
0: on any of these solicitations and to think you you cut your whole team number in half and you still managed to do twice the books you were doing
1: before well, see that's the thing that you know akira yashida he's um he, he's keeping it from us he's, we're going to have the whole new young x-men range each one's going to get a book and each one's going to oh. be 10 issues so we get you know 100 issues and <laughs> damn it yashida you did it again <laughs> yoshida in my
0: office but wait i'm the editor i don't go into your office you go into my
1: office <laughs> oh wait we we're two separate people that's right <laughs> oh
0: they, oh that's right. CB Sagluski calls akira yoshida into his office yell at him but it's just him yelling at himself <laughs> he, he's got like a two-faced harvey dent thing like he sees akira you see his face in the mirror and he's like why why do people think i made this person up you don't you don't see him he just <laughs> He just has early onset schizophrenia. It's like a beautiful mind situation, like scripts get turned in under Akira Yoshida that he doesn't (laughs) remember writing. we're gonna we're gonna find out there's other writers that are just figments of his imagination <laughs> hey ed bresson have you ever seen him in the same room with cb segluski didn't think so because he's also a figment <laughs> of
1: his imagination he, he, he's all of the like he's he's all the main writers he's matthew rosenberg he's donny cates he's all of these great writers <laughs> these are all pseudonyms he's he, he's he's um james mcavoy from split he's got all these different personalities <laughs>
0: and that's and that's why the marvel fresh start era has been so tight on continuity and why it's been <laughs> it's written by one the same guy that's this is our new conspiracy theory none of these people are real they're all actors they all just exist in Stevie segalewski's mind <laughs> oh god damn see now that's some shit they need to write in like like a comedy one shot that like marvel used to do back in the day like when they'd make fun of the clone <laughs> conspiracy or something or like mm. how secret empire should have ended they should do like how cb Saglowski gets it all done <laughs> uh but that's fun and you know we had more marvel news this week that wasn't just x-men related believe it or not no they actually do have other comics the big news was we finally got some artwork and we finally got some dates and information on what will be the next big event for Marvel. It's happening next year. And I'm really excited to finally say Jason Aaron is going to get to do <laughs> War of Realms. It About only took time. him six years. <laughs> it only took him six years worth of buildup, but we're getting it. <laughs> About time. <laughs> and I like that it's a Marvel Universe event is what it's going to yeah. be, as it should be.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely
0: because he writes thor where he's been building it up and he writes avengers and if it's as big as he's been saying for the last six years obviously the avengers are going to need to get involved and help out with the war well, of realms well that's
1: the thing they're in the art
0: yes they are and actually here i, I have the art up on my phone right now I'm, again i'm trying to make sure the last little bit of the episode doesn't get fucked up as it often does so i'm not opening any extra windows <laughs> but yes we have thor front and center in his brand new costume Holding that awesome new gold hammer that they have not quite explained yet, and also holding an old hammer that looks like the original Mjolnir. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how how are they gonna do that.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to think of how they could do it because uh, um, in in the, in it wasn't it was it in Avengers or was it in Thor this week that we saw like a picture of Swamp. Uh, not sort of thing. uh man thing holding the hammer
0: that's right actually no it was the end of avengers 700 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah man thing yeah. was holding the hammer maybe maybe it didn't get destroyed when it got thrown into the sun or wherever it got
1: thrown into yeah well they i reckon that's probably something to do with time travel because jason harry keeps going back to like young thor and and say here's the, here's the hammer the hammer's right there it's it's right there
0: that's right he's doing multiple times yeah they right maybe maybe king thor of the future comes back in time and gives it to him
1: yeah yeah
0: that could be something we got freaking uh captain america on the back of a pegasus that's pretty neat that's really awesome we got spider-man hanging off the logo he's like hey i'm not technically an avenger now but i'm in this story <laughs> it's a big marvel event what did you think you weren't going to invite me <laughs> You got Wolverine fighting very close to Thor in his cowboy hat, which makes me wonder is this the Wolverine mm. that got resurrected? Or again, to talk about Avengers number 700 and what's going on in Thor, is that the phoenix in Wolverine's body?
1: I would imagine that's him because he was with Loki, and I think that's like another series that's happening as well with Wolverine. He's teaming up with Loki for a series. That'd
0: um, be
1: cool. And um, yeah, because they, they've like teamed up together in, at the end of Avengers 700 and. He, he alluded to to war of the realms and everything Indeed so you did. so maybe him maybe that's how he gets the hammer back like because this this wolverine seems to be over time travel
0: yes he's got a lot of crazy cosmic power uh we got uh up in the far right hand corner uh you you can just miss it but you see a regular woman with a sword it's jane she grew her hair back and she's helping out she's got a sword Yay, awesome i like that maybe she's in remission or something that's fun we got uh oh we got venom up in the far left he's like hey i'm important
1: now (laughs) my movie made 800 million (laughs) dollars Also,
0: not only is Venom important now, but thanks to Donny Cates, Venom's lore is now tied to Thor's lore mm. because the very first symbiote that null the God of Symbiotes made became the Necro Sword that Gore the God Butcher used to kill a bunch of the gods in Jason Aaron's first uh, Thor story.
1: Yeah, and it's the sword that that possible future eons in the future Loki has just gotten
0: indeed so that actually sounds like it might be pretty important uh the other big thing we got daredevil on here mm. front and center but daredevil's supposed to
1: die in we... death of daredevil he's in a costume it could be anyone in that costume
0: it is the costume also looks to be crazy cosmic and everything and he also seems to be wielding what a lot of people online seem to think is heimdall sword
1: oh <sighs> oh that actually makes heaps of sense that he would like wield someone who can see everything across the universe's sword (laughs)
0: is this is this the new marching order for daredevil cosmic daredevil because think about it i'm blind i can't see anything oh wait i have the sword of the guy who can see everything in the universe now daredevil sees everything (laughs) oh
1: that'd be awesome
0: Cause it's like look they've done street level daredevil they've done superhero daredevil they've never done cosmic daredevil
1: that'd be really cool
0: and in fact that dovetails quite nicely with the next story uh it was announced this week that chip zadarsky will be writing the brand new daredevil number one for february Ooh, i love chip zadarsky i like him too he would not have been my first pick for this but he kicked so much ass on marvel two and one and if this is cosmic daredevil he would be the
1: right guy for it oh yeah his, his star lord series was amazing his star
0: lord was good two and one was good he's had a lot of really solid work i liked his spider-man stuff for the little bit that i read it yep this this is also interesting because they make a solid point of saying this will be daredevil number one in february mm-hmm. but supposedly daredevil's dying at the end of Troll souls run then we have the man without fear series written by someone else in the intervening time so a lot of stuff is actually happening with daredevil by the sounds of it
1: yeah well well, what were we theorizing that the death of daredevil is like that in name only like daredevil dies not matt murdoch and
0: matt Matt murdoch has to just make a go of it as matt murdoch for a bit yeah or again because they brought the uh, the twin mike murdoch in i feel like uh mike murdoch is gonna die wearing the daredevil suit and so like matt gets to go into hiding for a little bit and pretend that he's dead
1: yeah well yeah, that's like another thing that series has to do in the final issue is like somehow show mike that matt is daredevil because he doesn't know
0: yeah he ha- he has an inkling but he doesn't know yeah but yeah so lots lots of really interesting stuff happening in the world of daredevil right now in the world of marvel in general Mm. but hey you know what there's interesting stuff happening at dc too Matt, do you want to take
1: this next story (laughs) oh this next story that came out of nowhere (laughs) yep so john cryer who everyone would have seen in two and a half men uh is going to be lex Luthor on on supergirl again i wouldn't have picked him but again (laughs) a lot of the time uh, when I
0: think that's a terrible casting choice, like again, Heath Ledger is the Joker. Uh, you know, there's a lot of choices I thought were bad that, you know, maybe I haven't seen his audition reel. Maybe he has an intensity and a darkness that we haven't seen from him in his other work. Makes
1: sense why he shaved
0: his head. It does make a lot of sense that he's shaved his head. Again, i would not have picked him but i'm interested to see what the hell he's gonna do
1: yeah it's so out of left field he's not unfamiliar with superman since he was in superman 4 (laughs) as lenny luther luther's uh nephew
0: (laughs) that's funny that wow what a what a weird circular (laughs) maybe that's
1: that the show has a habit of doing that because they cast like um they do like helen slater as as uh kara's uh human mother and uh, you know dean kane and all that sort of stuff. so they, they they're constantly doing stuff like that i thought that was pretty cool but it's That's definitely a, a strange
0: brandon Routh. let us not forget
1: yeah it's it's a strange choice especially since you think like oh he's meant to be the is the brother of lena luther and you look at lena luther and you think oh we're gonna get like basically a male version of that with the piercing green eyes and like she's strong and then you look at like john cry and you're like really (laughs) really
0: (laughs) but hey maybe that's why he needs to build a super suit
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's true yeah i really want to see him interact with superman
0: yeah that i kind of want to see that too this is also one of those things where it's like okay i'm not really watching supergirl i'm way behind and i haven't had time to catch up yet (laughs) i kind of want to catch
1: up to see what the fuck this is about (laughs) it's actually been really good recently
0: that's good yeah that's what i hear everyone says it's great again black lightning another show i watched the first half a season of black Lightning. Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh this i like this never came back for season two because i have way too much shit like i said i'm five episodes behind on gifted right now (laughs) i went away and i never caught back up
1: Mm -hmm. gifted has been really good
0: (laughs) yeah as it should be because as we said this is probably the last season yeah Actually, hey, speaking of TV, I didn't write this down, but I should because this is actually an excellent segue. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the show that everyone says is going to get cancelled every season, just got renewed for two more seasons.
1: Yeah, I think everyone who says it's going to get cancelled is is not very happy about this because now they can't write articles for at least two years. No. <laughs> No, no i, I don't, don't think it time. will stop them though like as i said no. the, the minute the the first episode of season six is like 30 seconds after it starts airing people will be saying the other seasons are canceled and and everything <laughs> like they've been shit. like they've been saying since season two <laughs> i don't know why so
0: many people have their knives out for agents of shield because the show is so harmless for one yeah. and for two it's only gotten better uh,
1: it's it's very strange it's very strange
0: like heck, like I love the majority of the CW shows, but I'll admit, yeah, Flash has been stop-start, it's been up and down. I don't watch Arrow, but people who even people who do watch and like Arrow go, "Yeah, there were some really shitty seasons in there. Shield I think has only found its footing and only gotten better and really outside the box to be like, "Hey, let's have a paranormal ghost rider season. Let's have a time travel future season." let's have like a
1: crazy matrix uh hydro world season it reinvents itself every season it's never the same show like like flash or like arrow or you know all mm-hmm. these other shows it's something new every season
0: which i think is the best thing they ever discovered for that show it's like okay we just can't do secret agents all over again but people like these characters and they're basically superheroes in their own right let's play with the genre and just do whatever let's let's x files this shit up yeah and I think that's wonderful about it. And also, too, these new seasons have a lot of stuff to answer for, too, where it's like, okay, well, what happened to Colson then? You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Quake's got a new costume. That's pretty cool. Hey, you guys got the rights to X-Men stuff in Fantastic Four again. Are we going to start seeing some of that peppered in now? Because you basically did more to launch the Inhumans than anything else. Imagine if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back and they're like, yo, mutants are a thing
1: that that'd be really cool. i'd love for them as well to find out a way to try and bring the cast of gifted over because yeah that cast is really good
0: it is and it's gonna be sad to see that show go and it's gonna be sad too because they unequivocally said yeah this this isn't the same universe but man yeah i actually think the two worlds of those shows would mesh together really well hmm i mean they could i mean they could do anything they could be like oh yeah you know friggin um, um a, a nihilist punched the walls of reality and things changed or like i don't know the, the one above all came down and changed that, some shit
1: that universe thanos or something did something and it like sent a small group like polaris and the like the, mm. the, the, the cuckoos over or something
0: all the ones you liked survived <laughs> yeah yeah you see that that was the ultimate universe but some survived and got to wander in <laughs> and that's part of their story not knowing what universe they're from and not remembering <laughs> but occasionally they'll be like it wasn't like this in our universe. <laughs> uh but uh, uh also too again we, we weren't even done with superman news there matt again i'll let you take this one what's what's happening with john kent uh matt you know what's what's our superboy update what's happening uh,
1: with him uh brian michael bendis is trolling everyone with with new cover yeah, n- new covers of like an adult john kent which we've known about for months um yeah. coming back and looking all evil and everything we know he's not going to stay evil or growing up because he's in doomsday clock as a child um yeah and yeah, I don't know why people are freaking out it's a cover never trust a cover no. of a comic
0: no they're always misleading but yeah just just the idea that he knows what he's doing it's like hey y- y'all want John Kent back well, I brought him back and now he's the new superboy prime fuck you
1: <laughs> I don't, he's not superboy oh he's no, su- he's, he, not. he's technically Superboy prime in that he's superboy in the prime universe so universe, he is the prime yeah. superboy. <laughs>
0: but still again just the the langs brian michael ben just goes <laughs> it's like hey you
1: know it'll really tick him off i i i like i like it because like he did the same thing with like the lois and clark marriage and it's like no i'm breaking them up i you are you high but people are like now trying to find something else and they'll do the exact same thing with this this will come out it'll be all fine no old Superboy forever or anything and they'll find something else like he'll oh superman's now you know a different character but yeah, like really. someone from like a different universe or something or something
0: <laughs> and again too in classic uh, bendis fashion no i'm not breaking up they're staying together <laughs> they're just no weird convoluted new situation that i've created for them and yeah john won't be evil and he won't be super prime he'll have a new convoluted thing that i'm going to write for him
1: <laughs> that no one else will reference
0: <laughs> yeah well will they
1: honor this in other books mr bendis probably not no because you don't know canon except what it fits with your stuff like it did this week
0: <laughs> yeah god god damn it man yeah <laughs> do, do we want to talk about that do we want to hop into that because that is basically the news so i guess we can hop into what we read this week
1: all right cool um so yeah we'll start with superman issue six five
0: yes six it was, yes as no it was five
1: yeah yeah so yeah general zod appears and he appears in a con like it fits in with continuity as well which i was really quite I was frustrated but also glad with because he could do it with this but he couldn't do it with jor-el for some reason no
0: no he he remembered that zod and his family had gone somewhere to try and colonize a new alien planet although i i do love how lazy this is where it's like oh well how how does general zod know about Rogal czar and the smashing of the bottle city of kandor and his war on kryptonians oh he had a dream that told him
1: yeah because yeah, he got drunk
0: yeah what what a fucking convenience general zod had a dream that got him up to speed on everything that's happened
1: <laughs> well not only that like his son as well just happened his son laws had just happened to be like checking out earth at like on the systems and it's like oh it's disappeared oh i'll I- go I- have a look <laughs>
0: I love that, too. His son was on space Twitter and he's like, "Uh, hey, dad, Earth disappeared. Doesn't that guy you hate live there? (laughs) By damn it, son. Yes, he does. I better go there. Also, shoot me with the Phantom Zone projector. I'm like, "Mm, how do you know they're in there? I I, I dreamed it. Damn it. Shoot me.
1: (laughs) At, at, at least at least the book was competent enough. Like it like with that continuity stuff, they didn't he, he didn't fuck over anything. Uh, there was like an actual plan to like what Superman was doing. Like he, I I do like how he turned Jaxer's men against Rogal yeah. with them overhearing what Rogal was doing he was trying to get a rise out of Rogal. And even though he said he wouldn't get a, Superman wouldn't get a rise out of him, it did. <laughs>
0: i uh i I do think it's funny too superman has a whole little scene there which is so classic to superman the oh you know what if i take it too far with this villain you know what if i'm forced to kill him and he sees mon pa kent and they're like don't do it son you're being tested (laughs) and all i could think in my mind is i'm like really R- 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 really superman he's been kicking your ass all over the phantom zone and now you're worried about whether or not you might have to kill him maybe beat him first before you have to worry <laughs> about killing him i think you're getting a couple steps ahead here big blow
1: <laughs> at least that was in character you know
0: that was, that was at least in character i i also like too that they, they tease actually telling us something interesting about uh rogals are when superman's like hey is the reason you hate kryptonian so much did we destroy your home planet and zar just shoots it down no that's stupid why would you think that don't think that stop being stupid
1: (laughs) stupid shut up
0: (laughs) yeah shut up stop stop trying to give me character asshole
1: (laughs) that's happening in the supergirl book
0: (laughs) yeah i'm vague and mysterious unless you go read another book that we're not advertising either
1: (laughs) no that's actually a story that should be in here
0: it should be i'm surprised they don't have little things where it's like want to know more about jack sir go pick up supergirl oh
1: it's because bendis isn't writing that
0: (laughs) that's exactly why bendis is like whoa whoa, but tell people to go read other books that aren't me
1: yeah i'm not gonna reference this
0: (laughs) that's not how the b-dog do it
1: (laughs) the b-dog the b-dog
0: i i will say though for all you know the hard shit that i give bendis uh i actually did like his interpretation of zod as a dude who's actually seeing outside himself for the first time and being like, Oh, if I want to save the Kryptonian race, it'll mean working side by side with Superman and maybe trying to be less of a dick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That like that part at the start where he's, he's, He's kind of like a good guy where he wants to unite all of krypton and make a new krypton again and everything like he, he just yeah. wants to do that and wants to put everything aside with superman and yeah he's he's learning and everything and again that's like that's again the continuity with through him in like Hal jordan and the green lantern core and stuff i like to think like robert van diddy saw like Bend us in the hole, and like knew he was gonna use, <laughs> use like, like Zod, and like, like you fucking better use my stuff because I, sp- I spend a fucking year building that up. <laughs> he grabbed
0: him by the scruff of his <laughs> yeah. jacket, They're like, let me, just, just let me drill this into your fucking head, man. <laughs> if you do this, I will come to your house in the night, man. Okay, okay, Robert, Jesus, and Zod and his family on a plane. Okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> and and the Kandor people are there but Brian didn't you destroy the bottle city of Kandor yeah but Zod doesn't know that though well Zod technically doesn't know anything <laughs> so why does so why is whatever <laughs> oh, 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 also Kara is on the, the house of El's side but she's from Kandor and her family's from Kandor so shouldn't she be on the Kandor side but she's on the El <sighs> side <sighs> stop stop thinking <laughs> also with the whole you know we will we we will rebuild and repopulate the planet where it's like well your house just has you your wife your son and a bunch of alien slaves and everything how are you going to repopulate with them alien slaves (laughs) i don't
1: carefully
0: (laughs) care zod zod does not know but zod will figure it out Now, now he's just zap Bran again. It's like we will need a, an army of at least five super virile, virile Kryptonians scoring around the clock. I'll do my part. Aw, <laughs> oh, sorry, wife. It's for the betterment of the species. Yeah, yeah, it's what you always say. <laughs> gotta get, gotta get that genetic diversity. I won't let New Krypton be the Alabama of the universe. <laughs> uh but yeah that one that one had its moments even though if there were some bendis moments where i'm like god damn it
1: yeah yeah (laughs) and everyone's freaking out about next issue with john coming back again yeah
0: (laughs) which again knowing bendis that's going to be the final page stinger because he's not even done this rogel phantom zone story yet
1: no no the the earth is uh, all the stuff with the earth is just gone even though that was like the big stinger yep earth is fine now yeah, Earth, earth is fun. they even make a reference of that and this Supeman's like, "Ah, oh, Earth is okay. That's all that matters. Now I can just like beat the shit out of this guy." Earth earth got better.
0: <laughs> uh I guess moving on from there, the other big book that came out this week was of course, uh, as we mentioned previously when we talked all about X-Men, uh Uncanny X-Men number 1, the first part of a new 10-part weekly series.
1: Yeah, very it played heavy on mystery
0: it played heavy on the mystery it played heavy on nostalgia too was the other thing this is probably the most familiar
1: feeling new x-men story i've read in a very long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that's what i said in review it wasn't like your usual x-men story which is always about like like humans you know being basically racists against against uh mutants and and yeah we you, had a little know. of that we did, but it was a bit different because this guy was actually trying to help Mute. Like, he wasn't saying, ah, Mutey should all be died," you know, put them in concentration kit He actually wanted to help them a little bit. He's he's
0: the passive-aggressive race. Yeah. Like. yeah. I'm, doing this, I'm doing this for your own good. Think of the children. Won't somebody think of the children? Which I'm like, all right, that's an interesting update on the shitty X-Men politician who hates X-Men because they're different. They're, it's like he flips it the other way. Yeah, yeah and then of course you know you have uh, the the mystery of the potential future because you have multiple man running around being like ah kitty pride i need to find sarah connor i mean kitty pride yeah be,
1: being like like a real crazy person <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. makes me makes me want to read that multiple man miniseries because i know rosenberg wrote that and he's (laughs) writing this and he's gonna be writing the book i'm like oh is there some important shit in that i miss i
1: feel like i should read that i remember like flicking through the first issue and it did do something where he like goes to the future or something and he's Mm -hmm. like he's like he's like the multiple man but like it's like multiple man but with deadpool or something or yeah some some really weird shit happened in that book (laughs)
0: We, uh, we get to see the Mutant Liberation Front for a minute, or as I always call them, Dollar Basement uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> it, With forearm.
1: Forearm, uh, <laughs>
0: And wild side. Yeah. And just a bunch of characters where you're like, who, oh yeah, I, those look like X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> they look like they could potentially be X-Men at some point in time. <laughs> uh what else was there going on here but dum ba dum. uh yeah but we got a whole kidnapping plot to you know important x-men and politicians are being taken yeah. by someone force
1: S- someone force that's powerful enough to kidnap apocalypse
0: so you know shit's real
1: yeah yeah that, that's i i'm intrigued I, who do you think it is
0: huh you can't do magneto because no. they're trying to make him a good guy right now mm-hmm it's not apocalypse because he's there can't be the phoenix because the phoenix is being used by jason aaron right now well the
1: phoenix is technically dead in current current marvel that's true not in the far future it's still alive apparently
0: can't be mojo because again they're kind of making mojo into a good guy right now can't be sugar man because they kill sugar man in a backup in this
1: is it going to end up being something like like mystique
0: you know i would actually be okay with that because they're moving her back into a more villainous mode and i would like her to be like a superstar villain maybe maybe emma frost in the hellfire club because she Hmm. went bad again and she took over the hellfire club
1: yeah that's possible
0: and again she's uh she's kind of on tv right now i mean the cuckoos are on tv but they're her clone and it's a whole thing uh maybe they go morrison on us and maybe it's like hey it's sublime everybody we haven't used him in a bit yeah i could see that or like master mold or nimrod or something
1: yeah i just hope it's not like a new character when we do have all these other characters that they could use
0: right i feel like who haven't they exhausted in x-men lore right now who they could bring back
1: uh i don't actually no way hey. um wait, th- that's the thing does it have to be an x-men x-men's villain true. or something it could be someone completely different
0: if, the, if they want to reintegrate the x-men into the universe as a whole yeah it would be interesting if they had to fight an outsider villain
1: yeah who who, who do you reckon i reckon can't do the collector because he was the villain of no surrender
0: no uh, although it's funny with the collector i like what they did with that it's like hey you get the old collector who you remember and this new guy the challenger who was also a collector who was a new villain
1: yeah they they could use i mean use him like a, he's he's like collecting mutants now because they're all the rage <laughs>
0: They're all the rage now. My collection needs more mutants for it. <laughs> They're do, worth do, more.
1: They're worth more now. <laughs> due to recent
0: acquisitions in the cosmos, the price of X-Men has gone up exponentially.
1: <laughs> uh that would be really cool if they did that so self-aware.
0: <laughs> yeah, to just be like, "Man, you know why are these mutants so important now?" reasons. <laughs> and a villain calling themselves the Fox. <laughs>
1: that could be something they could do but yeah
0: <laughs> interesting mystery because yeah as we said pretty much all the heavy hitters and all the people it could be have been used
1: yeah yeah i'm very, very i'm intrigued to see and i'm wondering if they're gonna do like what they did with no surrender where like basically by the second issue we we knew what was happening like they, yeah. they like, got straight into it
0: yeah no they didn't screw us around at all that yeah. uh that would be something uh but yeah uncanny X man pretty good i'm interested to take the ride and see where we go with it you yeah. know decent enough first issue i hope it keeps up with it yeah uh i guess uh, the other big marvel thing we had this week was uh avengers number 700 i know we both read this
1: yeah technically avengers 10 but it's at issue 700 because they cheated yeah. and they used all the other <laughs> volumes and everything anything that had an avengers logo on it
0: which which normally i would call bullshit on but this was a really good issue so <laughs> this i was, can't call bullshit. On. this is a
1: damn good issue yeah
0: <laughs> It was messy, but it's my favorite kind of comic book mess where it's like, throw
1: everything! Yeah, but it it all worked, though. It It did. It all worked. There was no, like, fat or anything.
0: No, not an inch of fat on this. This was a super lean story. Basically, uh namor is still acting a fool as he was in the last avenger story he's built a whole supervillain army called the defenders of the deep and he's basically kicking everyone off the ocean get out of the ocean this is mine now
1: yep yeah no one doesn't care if you, you want to like help the people in that in a buyer's dome or something you no, got you gotta go get out it's my ocean you get def-
0: get to fuck out my ocean. And because of that Russia, who again, you know, on the real world public stage is acting a villainous fool again, so it only makes sense they do so in the comics. They're like, "Hey, didn't didn't we have like our own version of the Avengers, the Winter Guard with a bunch of Soviet super soldiers? Whatever happened to them?" Oh, when president who is not named <laughs> but we know who he is president locked them away <laughs> yeah pre- president yeah 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 Duton, that guy yeah when Dooten locked them all up because <laughs> he was scared of them hey let's reactivate them who should we get to lead this team Ooh, ooh, i know the original crimson dynamo we'll dig him out of obscurity
1: yeah and I, I i do like that the team that team the the winter i want a solo si- series with them but i oh, like yeah. i like that they're all just like it's just basically the mirror image of the avengers
0: they really are. And again, what's cool about the Winter Guard and why I think they could actually uh, hold up a solo series on their own is because, as you said, the Dutton administration locked them all away because they didn't trust them. And even Crimson Dynamo was like, I don't like this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to do it again when he doesn't need us anymore. He's fucking crazy. And hey, talk about obscure characters. They worked Red Widow in. Do you remember who Red Widow was? Vaguely. Red Widow was one of the new teen heroes that they were trying to launch and backup. She was the newest uh, graduate of the Red Room experiments, yeah. the same place that birthed Black Widow. They had a whole thing planned for her that they just threw away <laughs> in between reboots. I like that she's back now, and I like that she's the uh, shadow leader of the team.
1: You know, I, I'm actually surprised they didn't use her in Secret Empire. Yeah. Like, she, she seems like like she she should have been used in like like hydro was using her as like a sleeper agent or something or, or something yeah yeah, she was like steve's like go-to assassin or something
0: i appreciate uh jason aaron picking up on that thread <laughs> that other people were working on being like hey you know what? i'm building a russian super team anyway can i have that one
1: <laughs> yeah no one else is using them <laughs>
0: and you can have major ursa who is a mutant who turns (laughs) into a bear and you can have a russian synthesoid droid
1: and then you can have two gods that i I like that that thor thor like points that as like oh you did a no no you never have two gods on the team because then they fight and that's exactly what they do
0: (laughs) yeah chernabog the god of darkness and the other the the russian god of war yeah it's basically like russian thor russian thor which i'm like this team fucking rules i like this
1: yeah and uh, yeah they end up fighting namor and the avengers
0: we get a we get a mexican or in this case russian standoff between the three teams where they're like i i don't i don't know who to punch whose side are we on <laughs> i was like, ah, just punch everyone and then namor was like okay so namor is the villain of this story yes he's just pissing off everyone oh two innocent people were about to be killed by one of namor's dudes oh namor kills his own dudes to protect innocent people Ooh, talk about gray and gray morality here
1: yeah yeah that, that's what i found really strange like he he's saying everyone get out of the oceans or i'll kill them all and then these two people didn't get out of his oceans and they were about to be killed but he killed his own men to stop them from like he, he, he's bluffing he's bluffing <laughs>
0: He's, he's playing badder than he is he's not actually yeah. this bad he yeah. still has a heart anymore he can still
1: be saved yeah that, that's it the fantastic four back just send sue storm down to deal with him
0: oh that would be fun to give him a talking to now that the fantastic <laughs> four back they all sit him down and start he, he's like the kid who gets called into the principal's office i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> now namor don't you go trying to take over the surface world again i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I like, to uh, Captain Marvel gives Namorita some shit, too. It's like, hey, you never uh, danced in lockstep to this guy. What the fuck changed?
1: Yeah, I, I like that, that, how, like, each, like, of the Avengers, when they were fighting, they're like, hey, you guys aren't usually technically villains. Usually you don't, like, you know, associate with any of these guys. But what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm.
0: And the rest of you are monsters and criminals, which again doesn't make you very sympathetic, Namor. you employ (laughs) monsters and
1: criminals. Yeah, I would been like, hey, I had no choice. I watched him kill Stingray.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like, and Stingray, who was your actual friend, you beat him almost to death. (laughs) Which again, the moral of that story is: don't be friends with Namor. No. the yeah, the big thing too is you know this uh book kind of catches up to what they're doing in the captain america book right now and mm-hmm. that is hey general ross is fucking evil if you didn't know that
1: yeah and he's salty that the avengers don't answer to americans anymore yeah
0: <laughs> america what do you mean you're not gonna answer to america steve which it's like dude if, if steve rogers isn't going to follow you in his main book what makes you think the avengers are gonna follow <laughs> you <laughs> in your book which which i i like it on both counts uh steve gets it because black panther is funding his operations and black panther is now the public face of the avengers
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so it's like we're scared of the rich and powerful black man (laughs) he makes us uncomfortable and it's like well you know if the avengers won't do our bidding if russia has their own super team and the agents of shield have fallen apart i guess it's time for a general ross to get his own government-run super team and who does he get
1: he gets the justice league of america
0: (laughs) the just the, the squadron <laughs> supreme but oh my god they look even more like the justice league than ever they,
1: they are this the whole just squadron supreme are they're basically the justice league
0: that's the joke the joke is they're literally they're yeah, literally I, the...
1: not only that their handler is colson friggin colson seemingly alive back somehow <laughs>
0: which i cannot wait for them to explain that because they'll have to go back to a really great jerry duggan story from secret empire where deadpool was tricked into killing him
1: yeah well that's the thing is it the real colson or is it an lmd
0: an lmd a shapeshifter it could be any number of things a clone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could be all of these things but i think that's so awesome that colson is handling the friggin squadron supreme of america <laughs> yeah i
1: have to keep kind of reminding myself that like Comic Colson isn't really the same as like the TV Colson where the TV Colson no. is kind of like an Avengers fanboy. Whereas through and through, where, yeah. where, whereas Colson on, on the in the comics isn't.
0: Well, he is, but he's a different kind of fan, is yeah. what he is. He likes them, but he's not like a diehard fanboy and everything. And I'm sure even real Colson would be like, Oh yes, I'd love to work with the squadron supreme, because they're <laughs> just like the Justice League. <laughs> Which, which I guess makes him like their snapper car or makes them like, uh, like yeah. their little liaison handler. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Now, I wonder, I wonder if Scott Snyder is going to catch wind <laughs> of this and be like, ooh, ooh, hey, who's, who, who's DC stand ins for the what, Marvel heroes yeah,
1: again? Yeah. Yeah. What's that team called? It's from a different earth. And that they're, they're literally, they're literally like the, um, the avengers they got a guy with a shield a guy that looks like iron man i can't remember what their name is
0: we saw them in multiversity but yes they do it yeah
1: he'll bring them in i because yeah i said that in my review that both books have been sort of doing the same thing frequently so like when 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 is the avengers going to appear in in justice league
0: After Drowned Earth, give it time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there'll be an issue like this where where we see all the future future stuff. Batman opens the totality and sees the future, and we get we get War of the Universes, (laughs) and it's Wonder Woman holding Mjolnir. There you go.
0: (laughs) Printed. Here's another thing too of why this actually makes a lot of sense to bring back the Squadron Supreme because namor was kind of their aquaman stand in for a minute mm-hmm. when they had a solo book yep so that's really fitting actually so namor actually has a history with these guys
1: and I, I i can't wait to see I, i'm intrigued to see is this the 616 squadron or is it a different universe squadron because they were playing kind of fast and loose with that through their book and through the hyperion book where yeah it yeah. was but then like the squadron supreme book it wasn't it was like from a different universe and yeah it was really kind of They'd, back and forth
0: they never can quite make up their no. minds because like because usually when they show up it's like get it they're they're justice league stand-ins yeah isn't that fun uh i like too when ross uh, recruits them and Colson he says welcome to the deep state
1: mm <laughs>
0: Which, in the same week, ta Coates names the big evil like puppeteer uh, group behind the scenes, and they're called the Power Elite. To which I wonder if he was originally going to call them the Deep State, but he's like, no, nah, that's too on the nose. Got to call them the Power Elite. <laughs> Th- that feels like, like someone, like something got lost in translation there. Like they were supposed to be called one thing, but they were called something else. Yeah. Because I-, I truly remember, like in an early solicitation, the evil group was called the Power Brokers
1: yeah I think that's what they were meant to be called I'm, I'm fairly certain in like one of the first Captain America ones they like they mentioned like, in passing call them cap- power brokers
0: which I wonder if Nick Spencer sp- uh, spoke up and said oh but I actually created a big Ant-Man villain called the power broker <laughs> it's like ah shit <laughs> well, we gotta call them something different now <laughs> but that was not only was that story good in uh, Avengers 10 or 700 however we want to count it the backup stories were great too Oh yeah, yeah,
1: the the uh, the one where like Robbie and and a really drunk Odin sort of bond.
0: That I liked, and I not only liked that because it's a fun relationship between there those two, but it's also Jason Aaron's chance to be like, no, all those mistakes I made with New Ghost Rider, yeah, I I meant to do those because it's a mystery now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, okay so Robbie did do the penance stare and yeah he's not supposed to do oh but how was he able to do that though oh <laughs> what a mystery and then it's like but uh, but uh, Robbie didn't make a deal with the devil like all the other Ghost Riders, yeah, but I mean, all all Ghost Riders uh, sh- share a common bond. You didn't yeah, know. No, all, all spirit
1: same. of vengeance is uh, the same.
0: Yeah, oh, Odin knows. It's like yeah, but 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 like Robbie legitimately didn't make a deal with the devil. He got shot and then got reborn. Oh, he did. He didn't make a deal. That he remembers why doesn't Robbie remember? <laughs> Who messed with my? Oh, Odin knows. Mystery. Yeah. Oh, the mystery.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do like he gave that a whole backup but he still says the car is haunted and the car isn't haunted
1: <laughs> maybe that's just him having fun it's like oh it's a car that like is like have a mind of its own Ah, oh, it's like christine oh, it's the haunted car
0: <laughs> it's like christine to which again i'm sure jason aaron's like for me the car is haunted is felipe smith gonna write a uh, fight me on this oh no he doesn't work here anymore okay how how, how many fans did that book have oh joel and that's it yeah I thought so <laughs> <laughs> me on it. It, (laughs) You don't, you don't spit in the wind, tug on Superman's cape, and tell Jason Aaron he's wrong about Ghost Rider. (laughs) But yeah, that that was a fun one. Then you get a whole Loki Wolverine storyline, which made me scratch my head because I'm like, okay, where in time does this take place?
1: I think it's well, it's it's obviously after the first arc with the final host because because like the the Celestials and the Celestials took loki and that as prisoner and they have him in this one and then yeah we find out that was part of logan's plan i guess
0: yes yes because wolverine shows up and loki's like hey did, didn't you mess with my plans to get the infinity stones back when marvel fresh start started in that special one shot and wolverine's like yeah yeah i did It's kind of out of character for me, right? I usually don't get interested in cosmic events. Well, that's because I'm not the Wolverine you know from this time period, the one who just came back to life. I'm the Phoenix Wolverine of the future. Yeah. And I come from a universe where everything is fucked up, assumedly by the War of Realms is what he seeks to imply, that he comes from a time where the War of Realms destroyed everything. Yeah. And so I've now come back in time to strike deals with powerful cosmic entities – like the celestials to protect earth from the bad stuff when it happens
1: yeah but then but then he says like oh i have no intention of honoring these deals i've made i don't know (laughs) the phoenix got a phoenix (laughs) yeah you don't fuck with the phoenix the phoenix does whatever it wants it does although
0: we did get to see some cool glimpses of the future including moon knight with a mummy army
1: yeah and frank castle punisher in like in like medieval armor
0: are they sending him to weird world next <laughs>
1: that, that that's gotta be cool yeah we got lots of really cool like glimpses they've got hyperion fighting captain america we, nice. yeah we got like the yeah the uh the undead army with moon knight which i'm so cool i'm so glad they're using moon knight in like avengers stories
0: as they should a uh, man thing with mjolnir how did yeah. that happen yeah
1: what the hell <laughs>
0: I guess he's worthy uh a new star brand or possibly dozens of new star brands
1: yeah that, that since they were littered throughout the the sort of collage i'm wondering if maybe that's going to be like a big story going forward
0: i do like they're using star brand and they do remember like hey wasn't star brand mm-hmm. and Mer- at the beginning of marvel Start. yes and we didn't <laughs> pick a new one but we didn't forget <laughs> Is, Isn't isn't that like the green lantern shouldn't there always be one there should be <laughs>
1: yeah but there isn't
0: they also implied there was going to be more hand stuff and we saw iron fist fighting the hand i liked that yeah which again hey tv show i wonder if that was in the in the works before they knew uh iron fist was getting canceled
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you wonder
0: luke cage is also featured quite prominently on the war of realms uh poster
1: yeah again probably more stuff from like uh, he's kind of popular right now
0: yeah he's up there front and center don't worry luke we'll always love you <laughs> you 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 go punch them realms you go punch them dark elves or whatever you're fighting <laughs> and we'll we'll love you for it and uh the uh, the last story which was the shortest and still pretty great it was van uh janet van dyne uh going to like transylvania invading dracula's castle and saving blade yeah
1: blades back
0: yeah hey blade you want to join the it, avengers
1: he was on the war of the realms poster as well
0: he was which means he is going to be uh rotating avenger now yeah
1: and i like that he's he doesn't like say oh let me think about it he's like okay cool get me my swords yeah.
0: yeah let's do it you know tim seeley spoke up on twitter again he's like hey man it's cool that blade's coming back and everyone's excited about it you know i still have my old blade pitch yes
1: because <laughs> that was can, weird. can we do it now, please?
0: Cause, he was ready for that one to go. It was going to be Old Man Blade and his daughter. Mm-hmm. And people got all incensed that, you know, this white man, Tim Seeley, was going to be writing the next new uh, popular young black woman character. And Tim Seeley was like, okay, I hear what you're saying. You're right. I'll leave this one on the table and I'll not do it. And that it just never got made.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you which, kind of shot, shot him in the foot there, didn't you? <laughs> to which,
0: to which, uh, which I like that story because people ended up coming full circle. The people who were mad originally were like, "Oh, oh, I guess we shouldn't have yelled him down altogether, <laughs> huh?" It's just because he created the character doesn't mean he's gonna write him forever. Uh, black panther was invented by you know uh stan lee and jack kerr but they didn't write him forever and i mean you know it's, it could always be down the line you know another writer with a different you know uh, viewpoint and past could take over the character and infuse some stuff into it we're sorry tim Seely.
1: it's so it's almost like comic characters have legacies and aren't just in you know locked into one writer for their whole release
0: it's true i i think that something was to learn in that situation but yeah i hope <laughs> I hope this means we do get a Blade book now cuz it's been too long since Blade's had a book. It
1: when was his last book? Like like actual last like proper book?
0: Oh Jesus. Uh again, I don't know if for solo or mini series, but let's actually look at this one. Uh Blade solo series. Oh damn, autocorrect new new phone. It doesn't have all my presets in it. Uh, Blade, 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 Blade. Okay, so his last series was. Because I know he was a supporting in one of those, like, millions of Avengers books, because, like, he was pretending to be Ronin for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that was the last time we actually saw him. Uh... I think the last collected edition was Blade volume two sins of the father but it does not tell me what year
1: that was i'm just gonna assume it was like decades ago
0: <laughs> i feels like it must be right <laughs> that blade had a thing uh oh god i had day 80s oh no that's a uh, sorry that was something that that that, that that's the uh, best of blades in armor a book from uh what is it <laughs> no that's not what i wanted okay so blade volume two uh 1999
1: oh wow yeah so long time ago almost 20 years ago basically
0: (laughs) that sounds about right so you know a long time ago but not as long as you would think it was only 1999 but still and it only it ran for a short time by the looks of it (laughs) but yeah so yeah now is the time for more blade i think we can all officially agree yeah Let's let's blade it up in here with more stuff. Uh, now, what did you have, Matt? I've been leading the conversation.
1: Um, I had Daredevil issue six hundred and eleven, which is part three of the death of Daredevil story, the penultimate issue.
0: Oh shit! So you got to read this one, and I didn't.
1: <laughs> what a change!
0: <laughs> lucky, l- lucky bastard. Usually, it's the other way around.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I, I didn't particularly like this issue, mainly because it's the penultimate issue nothing of note really happened
0: that's a shame like
1: we didn't learn anything about uh, uh vigil or anything like vigil is barely even actually talked about in this issue um wow. we, we get matt murdoch uh he ends up getting attacked by stilt man or stilt men <laughs> um oh, multiple. who actually heard him to the new york arena where he's attacked by a group of villains including typhoid mary claw ten fingers oh, nah uh ikari like all these all all the warriors all these villains obviously sent by um uh wilson fisk uh he ends up just like wiping the floor with them like taking them out immediately um and then he gets
0: now you you say 10 fingers and ikari there i'm pretty sure those two guys are dead which strengthens that this is actually a dream
1: Mm, that's possible it's possible
0: Cause I'm pretty sure the hand fucking killed ten fingers super hard when this run began.
1: <laughs> well, I know it's not another ten fingers because it, it it's definitely the same one
0: interesting interesting again i i still think that something is hinky with this that Mm -hmm. this arc is going to end with matt waking up on the table after getting hit by that car
1: well that's the thing like there is what there's one panel in this that makes me think that might be true and that's like it's just a a black panel with the word clear on it like someone's doing the Mm defibulator sort of thing Mm -hmm. um i don't know whether that was just sort of like to mess with the audience or something but yeah he (laughs) He wipes the floor with them and then gets attacked by Bullseye, who manages to actually shoot him. Mm. Um, but then Bullseye is I wanna say seemingly killed by Mike Murdoch.
0: Mm, so he came back.
1: Yeah, because Mike shows up and just like point blank ranges him with a shotgun in the back. So either he, he's died or his titanium spine will save him or something. Absorbing, um, yeah. And then yeah, Mike ends up helping uh he doesn't know obviously it's matt or anything and matt wonders like oh should i tell him or not i don't know that'll cause problems i don't know and then Hmm. that's like where the issue ends
0: huh that is a weird place to end it i agree yeah
1: yeah it's a strange issue for a penultimate issue especially since we don't know anything about vigil like at all
0: no Again, I, I'm assuming there's got to be some shit like, you know, Vigil takes off his mask and it's it's the doctor in the ER room and that's why he fights with bone weapons because, you know, he's trying to, like, put the bones back into place of Matt and Murder. Like, I think there's something hinky with this story. Like, yeah. I think what we're, what we're seeing is not actually what's happening. And again, I, I kind of hope I'm wrong about that. I kind of hope I'm wrong, but I feel like I've read enough Charles Soule's book now that it's like, well, this is what I would do. Yeah. I I wonder if I'm right and if Charles Soule just saw one of my videos and was like motherfucker he got it in the first one yeah Uh, I'll tell you two books I didn't get to read this week but I really wanted to Wonder Woman by G. Willow Wilson and The Black Order I didn't get to read those I wanted to
1: I I have them on my pile I haven't read them yet either
0: this week was just too big again by adding X-Men in I lost out on those where it's like okay well I'm gonna do this then but uh, they looked good the covers look nice yeah yeah uh, what else did I have this week? Uh, oh, I had Batman. I had Detective Comics. I did as well. What'd you think? I thought it was adequate. I
1: I did as well. I thought it was. I I was just left wanting more of the whole Batman Two Face dynamic. We didn't really get okay. a lot of it
0: no it was just them fighting cobra guys for 22 pages while batman gives us the history of cobra
1: yeah i was kind of hoping that we'd get more of the like like obviously like harvey wants to kill these cobra men and batman's got to stop him while also stopping cobra and like more of that sort of stuff but we yeah we didn't really get and then we learned like the the issue was kind of for naught because it was all an illusion and all a distraction
0: all a smoke screen yeah yeah i i agree i i wanted more out of this team up of two-face and batman yeah they, they don't even really talk much in the issue batman's like hey no you're y- using them guns you better shoot to injure not kill and he's like all right
1: yeah and then and then, and then he's like uh what if i just killed a couple just just, just a couple and batman's just couple. like don't do that
0: that that felt like that should have been more of the story mm and also gordon keeps coming back because they keep implying gordon might either a know about know more about this than he's letting on mm-hmm. but nothing came of that either
1: no yeah he's, was he was fun. in it for like a page wasn't he it's
0: like oh he we was beat on batman
1: life. what do we do now what do we
0: do what are we doing now again i feel like they're just stalling for time until issue a thousand and tomasi oh, yeah. can come on
1: yeah 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 well, tomasi comes on on what issue nine nine five? Nine nine four? i don't know actually that's very good soon qu- I, it's very it's just before issue a thousand i know that or because he can set up for what he's doing now yeah, and they, they've hey, been advertising it in the back of books as well they haven't
0: hey here's a thing that they never mentioned again remember during like the christmas special a couple years back james tynan wrote a story about like a new villain called the stag He was like deer themed and he went around killing rich people with a ceremonial knife and he had a big deer head like the one in red dead redemption mm-hmm Nothing ever happened with the stag. Remember oh, that?
1: Oh, something happened with him.
0: Oh, what happened with him?
1: Uh, he was the villain in the Batman and the Shadow crossover series.
0: Oh shit, was he actually? Yeah. I did not know that actually. Wow, that's that's really interesting. They set him up in the main book to be the villain of a crossover.
1: Cuz I think that crossover is technically in continuity, I think. Huh. I think I am I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm I'm vaguely certain it was cuz it was he was introduced, and then yeah, he he was in the first, the the first appearance of uh, the, the first uh, Batman Shadow series they did.
0: Hmm. I don't know why I thought of the stag out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it Pro- was it was really really weird thing to have in like a in like it was like a christmas special or something and yeah yeah it was really interesting and then like yeah it kind of went nowhere because no one read that i i did it and like got really shitty numbers and i'm like why are not people reading this it's it's really good
0: it was there was a lot of really good stories now, the flash one in that almost made me cry i love that one where the flash on christmas uh uh, you think he's going to miss dinner with Wally his first year back to life because Flash is literally running a bunch of people from the airport with his super speed back home so they can spend Christmas with their families. Yeah. And I'm like, that's beautiful. They should do that shit on the TV show. Yeah. Uh, what else did I have? Ooh, I had Captain America number five. This was actually a pretty big issue.
1: I, I've read this one. I haven't reviewed it yet.
0: It's, uh yeah, so again, it's Captain America uh R- R- Ross has screwed him over. Agent Carter has been kidnapped mm-hmm. by Celine and Alexia Lukin and she's being tortured and we don't know what they're doing with her. And uh we get a really cool scene of uh, Captain America fighting Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. And 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 I love how he describes Taskmaster because it beautifully connects with what's going on in Spider-Man right now where he says Taskmaster is uh he's a dumbass genius is what he is.
1: Yeah, I- what i what i liked is that they had to like nerf steve for him to fight taskmaster as well (laughs) because he's like still poisoned and everything he's like and and only then he can sort of like go toe to toe with him Mm -hmm.
0: i do like the idea of a dumbass genius someone who is really good at one thing but really bad at everything else (laughs) yeah where cap's like oh sure he can copy my moves and everything and he's really good at that but you know why he's dumb he never once considered that i was holding out any moves that he's never seen before
1: <laughs> yeah that's how you beat taskmaster he's so simple to beat
0: yeah it's like old, old timey boxing move old, old timey wrestling hold oh i've never seen these bro- oh god my powers are useless <laughs> and uh, yeah they uh they save uh agent carter who to everyone's shock and surprise doesn't actually remember what was done to her no and in fact, you know, we never got to see. So it's like, yeah, what the hell did they end up doing to her in that time? Uh, uh, we get to see Bucky again. I like Bucky being a supporting character in this, and he's like, yeah, hey Steve. So you know everything you did in this last arc. Uh, the media got a hold of it, and turns out you pissed everybody off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, Middle America is mad at you because uh, Black Panther is funding you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're calling you Captain Wakanda. Yeah, they want they want to see your birth certificate. It's getting really ugly. (laughs) That that they think you're a secret Wakandan now. It happened. I read about it on Twitter.
1: You're a Wakandan bot.
0: Yeah, you're a special Wakandan bot. To which Black Panther's like, Who told you about the Wakandan bots? (laughs) You weren't supposed to know about them. They're made of vibranium. (laughs) Shut up. you know and also worse still it's like yeah so general ross he continues to do evil stuff and he covered his tracks so you can't even get him in trouble for what he did this time even yeah. though you know he did it yeah <laughs> and captain america's like wow that sucks i tried so hard and everything's blowing up in my face and oh my god i'm so tired
1: they they need to have they, they need to have like big WikiLeaks on 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 general ross
0: rick, I know, right if only
1: rick jones was still alive <laughs>
0: Uh, heck if only captain marvel can share the love because last week in hulk she took his dirty shit to the media to try and save the hulk <laughs> so ross i'd like that ross is a villain for the entire universe now yeah he's
1: just pissing off everyone
0: be- because again he is the he is the right hand of the corrupt government that we don't trust in the real world now <laughs> so instead instead of naming names but we all know who he works for <laughs> that's what he gets to be and the and captain america who again is just so tired this is probably one of the most tired haggard captain americans we've ever seen he's like well okay everyone hates me and everything's going wrong but at least it can't get any
1: worse <laughs> oh no why did i have to say that why didn't i knock wood
0: <laughs> why didn't i knock wood matt so, so uh what happens is that uh alexia luke and we find out that everything she's done with celine whose whole power she can transfer life force. Was so she could resurrect her husband, uh, Alexander Lucan, who was a major villain in classic uh, Captain America stories from back in the day. Uh, the last time Russia was acting a fool in comics and the last time they were the big stand in villains. And I'm like, oh, cool. They brought back Lucan. He was an interesting villain. I'll be really interested to see what they do with him. But then they put a twist on the twist and they're like, hey. Remember for a big chunk of Lucan's time in comics he wasn't actually in control of his own mind because the Red Skull was in his mind too? That's the version they resurrected so they inadvertently brought the Red Skull back too. Oh
1: yeah, about time.
0: You figure too, it's like oh that guy never stays dead, although he's been dead since like uh, the beginning of Secret Empire to now so he's been dead a decent time. Yeah,
1: just just long enough that people have forgotten about him so when you bring him back everyone loses their minds
0: and what a smart way to bring him back too! this is probably yeah. one of the best resurrections i've seen in a while
1: yeah it, it 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 it's new but also like obviously it pays pays homage to like all the past stories of cap and everything and stuff that other writers have set up
0: plus you never see that too it's like aha i'm going to resurrect a character Ooh, this was a twofer actually this was a twofer one.
1: <laughs> it's a good deal good deal it's
0: good deal and i mean that's that's really the story there it's just like wow you know pff, things will get worse for captain america
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: but i like that i like that you know he's hitting a real rough patch now so when steve eventually overcomes as you know he will it will be that much more triumphant when he exposes ross and defeats uh the evil power elite and their uh, russian masters yep <laughs> so that's fun that's always good
1: yeah uh what else did you have matt i have like two more things i've got i've got three and i've got one that i know we both read and that was the the new issue of heroes in crisis which was oddly branded the amazing spider-man issue eight (laughs) Uh, i'm like where the fuck is he going to say heroes in crisis (laughs) issue this week oh my god you you didn't reckon you didn't recognize it because it was so good
0: Matt, you, you gave me a mini heart attack there, man. Like, did I miss an issue of your? Was I, have I really been staying up too late and playing too much Red Dead that I missed <laughs> it Heroes in Crisis? But yeah, yeah, the the Spider Man superhero support group that also involved the Thieves Guild, but in this situation, the B plot was actually better than the A plot.
1: Yeah, 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 and and it really is. It's like a better Heroes in Crisis. Like, it's better thought out, and it and, and that's the thing. It's a B plot in a comic, so it shouldn't be doing as good as like what an actual story in, a, in, a, in an a plot of a comic should be
0: <laughs> and it's pay, it's played half for laughs too yeah, the idea yeah is that mj has coffee with carly cooper who was like peter's last big girlfriend well technically she was like three or four girlfriends ago <laughs> but you know she she knew he was spider-man she knew a bunch of the other shit that was going on in his life and, you know, she's, she's wishing uh, Peter and MJ all the best in being together and everything, and she brings up a pretty interesting point, which is basically Spencer's thesis for this. And he says, you know, maybe the reason so many superhero relationships fall apart is because they don't have a good support system because just sharing your secret with one person is hard enough. Mm-hmm and that that secret will you know weigh down the relationship or the marriage or whatever it is and break it up but what if what if superheroes friends and family had a support group a place to go where they could talk about their emotions and their feelings and it's called the Lookups because you know look up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane
1: yeah it's it, it it's just so well thought out and again as you said it's kind of played for laughs and kind of like a ha ha look at this and yeah but it's It's had thought put into it, more thought than any of Heroes of Crisis has had put into it.
0: Way more thought. First off, it's run by Jarvis. Yeah, makes makes sense. Yeah, makes perfect sense because he's been servicing the hero community longer than anyone else we know, and he suffered for it every time. How many times has he been kidnapped or beaten up or in a coma? They
1: they make reference to his no surrender deal and like how he almost died in that
0: replaced by Scrawls, Jarvis has had it hard. Yeah, and he's
1: just a normal human.
0: He's just a normal human trying to, you know, friggin' clean Captain America's socks and fix (laughs) Tony Stark dinner and everything, and he gets the crap knocked out of him for it. (laughs) So he's running it. That makes perfect sense. And they also they also solve an issue, which, again, makes Heroes in Crisis look even more ridiculous in comparison. And that is, you know, what what, what are our security measures here? Oh, well, Tony Stark gave us some A.I. drones that scramble our faces so we can't actually pick each other out. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And we also give everyone a little amnesia potion that dr strange gave us that you know uh takes away certain memories so we can't out each other by accident nor can we remember the session yeah so
1: if someone does get get a hold of this session someone can't come in and use a, a psychic to to pick the memory out of that there's not going to be a memory or anything of like that. Uh, that brilliant it's so well thought out
0: in two speech bubbles, <laughs> they fixed literally every problem of Sanctuary. Yeah,
1: god damn it, Sanctuary! It's, it, like, just comparing the two, like it's so shit. Like, it's not even thought out. Like, ah, oh, it's a place where people can talk to robots and get help, but not get help.
0: And also, it's Batman running it, and he's a paranoid sob, so he's gonna keep the footage for his special <laughs> spank bank collection for later. <laughs> Batman's also a dick, remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, too, how, how many people did you pick out? I was actually really, really impressed by the comment section. I picked out Gank
1: because obviously <laughs> yeah, I picked no one looks
0: like. I picked out Foggy Nelson because of the bow tie. No one looks like that.
1: Yeah, I didn't pick that one out.
0: Because, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's talking about, you know, he's like, oh, I love him and everything and business and everything. I picked him out. Uh, the, uh, the comment section picked out Ant Man's ex wife.
1: Oh, I didn't get that one.
0: Yeah, the lady was Ant Man's ex-wife, which makes perfect sense because Nick Spencer wrote a bunch about her when yeah. he wrote Ant
1: Man. Yeah, it'll be all like stuff Nick Spencer's written.
0: <laughs> uh, not all, not all of them though. One was a deep cut. Uh, Willie Lumpkin, uh, the Fantastic Four's male guy. He's the guy who <laughs> says, "I just deliver them packages." <laughs> Yet I'm a beloved character and always getting involved in their lives. Oh. <laughs> I I for, I forget who the other one was, but uh yeah, it was it was it was a lot of people. It's like, "Oh, that's smart. Oh, that's clever. I like that." Yeah. It it's a fun game of like, "Oh, see who you can pick out just by their silhouettes and what they're saying." <laughs> <laughs> but uh that was good. You know, the 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 thief plot is interesting too. Uh what is it? Black Cat helping out Spider-Man trying to get to the bottom of who stole all the superhero shit. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, Spencer actually writes a really interesting history for the New York branch of the Thieves Guild, being like, oh, yeah, they've been involved in every major crime since the beginning of New York. They were there at at the purchase of Manhattan. That was them. The Lufthansa heist. That was them, too.
1: (laughs) I think that's pretty cool
0: i i fucking love the left hansa heist reference because i automatically think goodfellas and i love goodfellas and i love to think that like off screen ray liotta had to take 10 percent and drop it in the river so <laughs> thieves guild wouldn't come after him <laughs> Nah, man there's fucking ninjas <laughs> i'll come and get you if you don't throw 10 percent in there <laughs> i love them bringing that back to where it's like yeah you know with the age of organized crime and uh super villains no one was given the guild 10 percent anymore
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i i I like that they've made the the thieves guild like 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 an actual i guess a threat (laughs) right like like before they're like ah, just a little club gambit kind of referenced every now and then and exactly yeah but they actually gave them something to do
0: yeah that's the thing it's like oh if gambit isn't in this story then we're not going to see the thieves guild i'm actually shocked that uh what is it gambit hasn't been referenced or called up because usually he's the first port of call when the thieves guild are involved yeah
1: might happen might happen
0: Mm. oh the uh the the chat i had to look at this comment here about who the other people in the uh support group were uh pepper Potts was one of the other ones she was the other lady oh okay which again makes sense because you know her long-standing relationship with Iron Man and if Jarvis runs it, yeah, that's why she would probably need to be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, another person thought again, I don't know if this is confirmed, but one person thought that that might have been Wonder Man there too.
1: See, I I did kind of think that, but I was like, hey, I, it wouldn't be him because because
0: he's a superhero pacifist who also hangs out with basically everyone in the superhero community too, so I can understand him needing to go to outreach <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Or it's like, dude, but you're the one guy who actually has powers. Yeah, but I don't use them. <laughs> I try and talk people out of it, and then the Hulk beats the shit out of <laughs> it
1: me. It rips me in half.
0: <laughs> yeah, for daring to try. <laughs> I, I'm super powerful, but I don't use my powers. <laughs> I just want to act, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was good. I enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man. It was fun. Yeah nice nice little uh what i'm sure will be a breather arc until we get the next big one involving the blue centipede dude Mm -hmm. uh now you had one more and i had one more
1: yep i had uh cosmic ghost rider issue five the the final issue of this little series pretty damn good pretty damn good
0: what i'm hearing i feel like i need to go and read it now because cosmic ghost rider is going to be on the guardians of the galaxy and donny cates isn't going to stop writing (laughs) stuff so i feel like i should know what's going on with cosmic ghost rider
1: you probably should it's only five issues it's a really great arc so he, he he he's in the future now where where thanos is is has been raised by the ghost rider frank and has become like the punisher and um take it over like the earth and and everything and in this you know in this time frank is actually frank castle and lives with his wife and has his kids and everything um oh and uh this thanos wants frank to become his uh i guess like herald mm-hmm. um but yeah frank's like oh, i'm done i'm done you know being on my knees for people i'm going to take charge of my life and actually ends up doing a dragon ball z fight with with thanos and um nice Th- thanos is so cocky because like we fought before you know because he's killed the killed the frank of this universe the the Rider frank uh we we you can't defeat me and frank's like oh thing is though like, every time i fought i've always held back my power you forget i've got like the power <laughs> cosmic and a ghost rider you know just, so,
0: just like goku <laughs> yes
1: yeah, so he ends up like blasting him part and everything and then he uses the penance stare on him and again then it's like I, I, I don't regret anything is like oh i'm not using I, the penance
0: I, I like the penance stare is the yeah, thing yeah
1: he's and Fra- and frank's like oh i'm not using the penance stare i'm just using penance and and just blows apart goes uh thanos just crushes his skull and everything it's really cool um and then yeah the the book kind of like sort of starts ending with him taking the the little baby thanos he's had back to titan and after telling him like oh you don't have to be this this warmongering killer or anything you can be whatever you want but as he (laughs) as he finds out that everything he's been doing is what leads to thanos becoming thanos (laughs) oh because because um
0: self-fulfilling time loop
1: death shows up and says she's chosen thanos and once she's chosen someone to be her instrument on the mortal plane their history can't be written changed, or anything like that so frank's like we're doctor whoing (laughs) it thanos is now a fixed point in history that's basically it that's so frank's like oh fuck it i'm just gonna go through the universe and try and do as much good as i can even though i'm probably gonna fuck everything up
0: that's that's a nice origin story for a hero i tried to do the big time changing thing and when that didn't work i'm like well one day at a time
1: yeah yeah and that i'm it doesn't really lead into his go into the guardians of the galaxy books it just leaves frank in the universe somewhere so right. i don't know how he ends up on that team
0: oh i'm sure they'll they'll run into him Mm. Will crash their ship into him by accident. What the hell was that odd? Oh, the cosmic <laughs> ghost ride. Uh,
1: oh, he's on our team now. <laughs> oh, you wanna be on the team. Hey, yeah, hey no know, no know, knowing Donnie Cates, that's how exactly how it will go. They'll just like he'll wind up on their windshield or something. <laughs> it's like, oh we'll <laughs> passed, just oh it's hobo Frank Castle.
0: Cast <laughs> out drunk in the back of their ship.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh he stowed away. Oh he's gonna join the team now. <laughs> uh the last book i had this week uh, again we talked about spider-man so let's talk about venom okay this is issue number eight again donny cates from one donny cates book to another one of him reinventing the goddamn wheel on venom and this issue to my surprise i'm sure many people's surprise was a flash thompson love letter really yes it was eddie is still the prisoner of the maker uh eddie he just found out in the last issue that flash was dead even though technically eddie was at flash's funeral but we now know that the symbiote to try and defend itself will actually edit eddie's memories Mm -hmm. yep it it, it can retcon memories it's a new power it
1: has (laughs) it's the new roofie
0: it's the new Roofy, yeah so uh he like feels really bad about it and eddie basically says what everyone wanted to hear him saying that is you know what flash you were a better man a better hero and a better venom than me even now in the symbiote's brain dead state it's trying to reach out to you mm-hmm. i'm sorry that your life was cut short i will try and do everything in my power to honor your memory <laughs> to which the maker's like oh that's a sweet speech and everything hey guess what i figured out because i'm so smart and you're such a dumbass and you never bothered to look into this uh every time the symbiote bonds to something uh leaves a little fingerprint behind Mm -hmm. is what it does uh kind of like a little marker and that works both ways so if i was able to get a piece of the uh grendel dragon symbiote that belonged to the symbiote god i could use it to trace the origins of life in the universe and imagine what i could learn scientifically about that wouldn't that be great that sounds pretty cool imagine how i could weaponize it if i figured out literally the building blocks of the universe of course to test this theory i'm gonna need flash thompson's corpse to really test this out because because yours is brain dead and you're an idiot so i need like the, i need the good venom's corpse basically to do it and then he's like ah oh, i'm not gonna let you do that and he fights his way out and in doing so he breaks a little beaker that had a bit of flash thompson's dna in it anyway and the symbiote sucks up the dna and then do you know what happens
1: he's reborn
0: kind of sort of but not in the way you would think two amazing things happen one when he sucks up the flash thompson dna he's able to change his costume into the agent venom costume Ooh. which makes me think shit if he can do that with flash can he do that with anyone who's ever been a venom mm-hmm can we have like venom legacy where he can keep changing his costume because if so that's pretty goddamn slick the other thing because the symbiote is brain dead right now and has no voice uh flash thompson starts speaking to eddie through the symbiote so oh that's flash so thompson, cool flash thompson is now inside the suit talking to eddie and they're like a buddy picture now
1: oh that's cool
0: that's a really smart idea and you know they break out of the facility and Eddie's like yeah okay i admit it flash was the coolest venom ever
1: (laughs) that's awesome
0: there's no joke about it and uh he decides that you know i i got nowhere to run now i gotta i gotta go back to san francisco it's the only place that ever felt like home to me outside new york also the symbiote brought me there when i was hurt so there surely is something there i need to find (laughs) and i was in san francisco in the movie so you know (laughs)
1: <laughs> so oh, we gotta geez. try and,
0: so we gotta try and do a little bit of that but uh eddie says to himself man i, I never did find out who stole that piece of the god symbiote though eh, i'm sure it's not a big problem smash cut to the cult of carnage Ooh, a bunch of crazy carnage cult worshippers who have the piece and they're like we will use this to resurrect cletus cassidy <laughs> so yeah there you go so brand new symbiote powers brand new retcons flash kind of back and also carnage to kind of be back <laughs> so it's that's a good awesome. time that's awesome it's a good it's a good time to be a venom fan and if you've been not reading this venom book because you're like i liked flash more i liked flash more too and donny kate's like flash more too <laughs> and here's the fucked up thing i don't feel like they're burying eddie in this story in fact i'm more sympathetic for eddie because everyone keeps telling him you're the failure venom just because you're the first one doesn't make you good in fact you're bad at everything i i like that everyone keeps shitting on him in the story so eddie's like man i gotta i gotta up my game and be better i, I gotta try and be a better man to live up to the memory of flash and i'm like
1: that's good
0: that's character development
1: I I did see that like people were getting really angry about the issue, and uh, Don, Donnie was on Twitter saying something about like people were really angry that like he made Eddie codependent on the on the on the symbiote, and I'm like, I don't even read the book uh, or like associate with Venom, and I'm like, yeah, he's codependent on the on the symbiote. What the fuck are you guys reading?
0: Because he literally has nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, codependency is one of the more interesting things about Eddie Brock. Yeah and again i didn't read everything i didn't read the matt costas run maybe that changed i don't know but the venom and eddie brock that people have in their mind is the weird codependent guy yeah but i i love the idea that flash thompson is literally living in eddie's brain now and talking (laughs) to him that's really cool here's the thing too They could do that with anyone who's ever been venom so if he gets some peter parker dna he can turn into the black suit spider-man and peter parker can be in his
1: head see that that'd be really cool because then you could you can have so much fun with it because think of all like all the people that yeah have been infected by the the venom symbiote and then you could do stuff like or like does that include like alternate universe venoms like a like a universe where like hulk becomes venom or thanos that yeah. was from venomized yeah. not
0: that long ago yeah
1: ooh, ooh,
0: <laughs> wouldn't that be some great story? that could be like a, pre- a way like
1: thanos comes back to life or something
0: i'm pretty sure the guardians were all venom at one point yeah. during a Bendis story so he could get the guardians versions in there uh he's going back to san francisco if he meets his ex-wife from the movie she was lady venom so he could be lady venom if he wanted <laughs> make out with himself a little bit at- got to work that in there remember that from venom the from the massive hit
1: movie, <laughs> the hit venom, movie. <laughs> venom.
0: did you see and it was a hundred percent Sears. they're actually sending out venom for your consideration things for the oscars
1: really are you fucking you... what for like what categories
0: for all the categories you would expect
1: <laughs> the best picture <laughs> can you can you fucking imagine <laughs>
0: i know uh i i I don't think they were that cocky they were cocky i think it was like you know like best effects best music best editing all the ones that superhero movies have a chance for Mm -hmm. but i think they actually had like best actor for tom hardy
1: tom hardy these shitty accent
0: tom hardy yelling like a looney tunes character that got kicked in the head sweating sweating and and funny hey i did hey man i did all my own sweating for that movie (laughs)
1: Yeah, I didn't use stunt spray sweat.
0: Nope that was that was all Hardy all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, sure, Lawrence Olivier, did you do all your own sweating? Didn't think so. <laughs> that, that's what I would. like
1: hey, Tob, hey, you put some some stunt sweaters out of work for that. <laughs>
0: yeah really the sweaters union is very upset at him we need those jobs damn it especially with the digital sweat industry taking our jobs now you got this guy breaking you know years worth of hollywood rules doing his own sweating <laughs> but sorry kids you can't go to college now because tom hardy had to do his own sweating <laughs> that's that's what i want like a best actor just like talking about stupid shit like why he's the best actor because he did all his own blank yeah i'm
1: the best actor because i did my own blinking
0: yeah uh, exactly
1: tom hanks hey you know how i
0: like pee in every movie like you know longest yard and forrest gump that's my thing did all my own pee takes
1: (laughs) yeah didn't use any stunt pee no
0: stunt pee that was pure hanks is what that was (laughs) they told me i didn't have to they're like no we can edit it in post you know we can do props we can do everything no 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 no. for the sanctity of this picture (laughs) i believe in it i believe in the character i method like that (laughs) gonna do it (laughs) and on that note everyone i don't think we're gonna uh uh, you know top uh stunt peeing tonight (laughs) i feel we need to start bringing the show down when you agree Matt? i think so (laughs) so yeah thank you everyone for watching and listening we hope you enjoyed it uh lord knows we had a lot of fun yeah <laughs> i swear sometimes when it's time to go to work on a sunday night i'm like i'm tired i don't want to do this <laughs> but then once we start an hour and 30 minutes has passed by and i'm like oh that was quick
1: yeah it goes by really quickly
0: yeah what uh what do you got planned for the rest of the night matt or i guess morning for you
1: uh probably more f- uh red dead <laughs> I was I was about Same. to say Fallout seventy six, but I ain't playing that fucking game anymore.
0: <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people aren't. I was kind of excited for Fallout seventy six and the idea of playing it with friends, but then I'm hearing shit where it's like, oh, it deletes itself.
1: It's terrible. It's so terrible. Seems
0: like a bad idea on Bethesda's part, doesn't well, it's, it? It's, it's,
1: it wouldn't have been a bad idea if it wasn't yeah, a literal a literal copy and paste of Mm -hmm. fallout 4 that they somehow made multiplayer which doesn't like you can't do that (laughs) you can't can't, because then it makes everything client-side and that's bad because hackers
0: (laughs) and also like a bunch of features missing that you would want in a fallout game it's like oh well i'll get to meet some fun new npcs right no only robots and recordings oh
1: yeah oh the the recording thing is the most because you're trying to listen to the because it's a good way to get lore out i understand that you're Mm -hmm. like listening to it but then when you pick up a new one it starts that one and stops the other one and you can't go back and like stop and start and just so many like little things like that that like if you did had an extra six months of development you probably would have thought about all these
0: and such a stupid reason too it's like well why can't we have npcs in this game because every person you meet is a
1: real person yeah oh and the final boss is a dragon like literally yeah like a skyrim dragon i'm not kidding oh. god damn it todd you gave us skyrim oh. again <laughs> it's not it's not a skyrim dragon like one of the dragons from skyrim but it's it, it quite literally it is like one. <laughs> yeah it quite literally is
0: oh that's a shame. <laughs> again. I would have been fine if you just gave me Fallout 4.5 that I could play with my friends, but apparently you turned in just a shittier version of everything.
1: Yeah, and uh, you're still using the engine for the next two games. Mm, that's quickly showing its age. Well, it's the, they haven't changed engines since uh, Morrowind. <laughs> but we need it.
0: <laughs> apparently.
1: Uh, yeah, so Fallout 76 is a really shit game, people. <laughs>
0: don't play it
1: yeah don't play it unless you get yeah, it for like that. really cheap like i did
0: <laughs> yeah which hey there's there's lots of good games coming out this year as we enter the uh the american thanksgiving christmas phase yep i'm looking forward to black friday actually i know before we started i was talking about black friday sales
1: yeah we're actually getting them over here as well now which is nice. really strange well, here's the, in canada
0: they always said black friday sales but they were always full of shit about it it's like that's not really a black friday sale you're just taking that because you know we have heard that from americans yeah and also canadians aren't going to stand outside and like beat the shit out of each other
1: <laughs> yeah for a tv that's like ten dollars off oh that's... man i can't wait for the for the compilations on youtube to come up again <laughs>
0: they're pretty great like that's like that's modern day like gladiatorial coliseum shit right there
1: (laughs) watching people fighting over what what was it last year digital photo frames
0: right crockpots
1: i need a crockpot you bitch (laughs)
0: you you mean a cooking utensil you're gonna forget about every day after this year
1: yes yes i need that fucking crockpot i will stab someone for a crock pot I,
0: I, actually legitimately i am hoping to go to amazon and actually get like a good uh like like, like a good chef knife with like a sharpener and everything because all my <laughs> knives suck and i actually do need a good one yeah that's that that's my adult purchase for this year i need a knife and <laughs> what else are you gonna get you? maybe a monitor
1: <laughs> yeah maybe some, some some stuff i don't really need but really want <laughs>
0: just need a monitor I, I think i'm trying to get more serious into streaming and i hate running it off my living room tv so if i just get a monitor and be like okay this is my streaming monitor now this is what <laughs> i use this for that'll make me feel slightly better and slightly different than just like uh using the living room tv yeah, it makes all the difference makes all the difference so there you go everyone that's the comic multiverse for another week we hope you enjoyed it as always if you're a patron you'll get to listen to it first as soon as we're done if you want the audio version that comes out thursday uh video version comes out wednesday at eight as it always does always will be unless there's a fuck up yeah uh again you can be a patron for as little as a dollar a month really helps me and matt out hey if you want a great deal on comic books that uh, helps me and matt out a bunch too we have book depository links down in the description you get an excellent deal buying your next comic book trade and uh, everything you buy goes to help us out which is mm. much appreciated
1: and the trades already are really discounted and i imagine they probably will be for mm. black friday
0: exactly so there you go so buy b- buy for yourself buy your christmas <laughs> gifts and know that you're helping me and matt out while well, you do it i actually haven't gotten a book depository payment in a while because you have to reach a certain threshold before they actually pay you yeah i don't know if i've said that before when i say everything you buy goes to support me and matt everything you buy goes to support me and matt eventually after we've reached <laughs> the hundred dollar threshold <laughs> yeah see th- that's a little inside to the youtube world and the money making world and the ad thing no one wants to actually give you money right away <laughs> no got to dance for it a little bit and then they'll let you have it <laughs> that goes for everything that's google adsense as well you got to reach over a hundred bucks before it's even worth it to give you the money
1: Mm-hmm. i know did about you, that <laughs> did you make
0: 99 dollars 99 this month well
1: fuck you <laughs> oh, that's happened a couple of times to me
0: <laughs> wait till next month you motherfucker and it's like oh well you could go with a with a youtube company and they'll pay you every month if you hit the Thing, but then they're always paying you for the previous month. You never get paid for the month you're on. You always get paid for the month before. <laughs> so you're al- so you're always chasing that dragon endlessly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know that's that's what you got to do if you want to get just like the little li- 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 uh, like little bit of things you can trust. But again, they'll never give you the whole amount because again, it's basically a protection scam. So you got to give them a little percentage. But maybe if you do good like me in a couple of years, you can negotiate for like a ninety ten split. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's the show, everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, God,
0: <laughs> that's the show. There's no top in that. So, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll be back again next week. Same place, same time. We hope to see you there.
1: Yeah. ya.